Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney, your host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Today we have Donna Bond and she is going to bring you some great insight. You're going to love it. Let me introduce her for a little bit. And I think that a lot of you listening or watching us live on our Facebook page can relate to her story a little bit. She was 45. She was at the top of her game. On the outside, it looked perfect. She was working as a marketing executive. She was making amazing money, lived in a beautiful home, married to an incredible guy. But on the inside, I talk with so many of you that are executives, leaders, and entrepreneurs in the hustle. She was exhausted, depressed, unhappy, and unfulfilled, all leading to a decision which she now understands is divine intervention, enrolling at the University of Santa Monica, awesome, down here in Southern California, and simultaneously beginning her journey of personal transformation. She invites everyone to reclaim their authentic power with, their, uh, with her illuminating memoir of personal transformation through the lens of spiritual psychology. Today, she is going to help us embrace our own wisdom. Donna, welcome to the podcast. We're excited to have you. Oh, Lauren, thank you so much. It's so great to be here. Absolutely. So I can picture the moment, you know, whether or not the listeners are, you know, maybe 45, exactly how you were when this happened to you or 25, 30, 60, right? Yeah. On the outside, it's like you have the 2.5 kids and the white picket fence and it looks amazing. And everyone would think like you achieved the dream, right? And yep. yet on the inside you're unfulfilled and you're overwhelmed Talk with me about, I'm sure it was a while of feeling unfulfilled, overwhelmed. When did you decide enough is enough? Yeah. Well, thank you for the question. Um, enough, enough was enough. Um, on an airplane, I was on my way to the Ritz-Carlton Global Leadership Conference uh, in Dallas, Texas. And this is many years ago now. Um, and I was one year into my program at the University of Santa Monica, earning a master's degree in spiritual psychology. And I was reading um, a book called Finding Your Element by Ken Robinson. And I was really enthusiastic about this book because I thought I had been looking for my element for my whole damn life. And I thought I was going to find it in this book, right? <laughs> so I'm at like the very last few pages of this book. And I am no closer to finding my element than I was at the beginning of the book. But as I was reading, Robinson is talking about how we play it safe. Mm -hmm. And he throws some metaphors in there. And he's talking about um, Mark Twain's quote. Uh, 20 years from now, you're going to be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the things that you do do. So uh, throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, explore, dream, discover. And so as I'm reading this, like all of a sudden I'm realizing how safe I have been playing it. And truth be told, I had been unhappy for 
many, many years, like probably going on a decade of just stuffing my feelings down and not willing to be honest with myself and just in the monotony of that day-to-day grind. And I worked for an amazing company. I worked alongside amazing people. I had an incredible job, like one of the best jobs in the company at one of the flagship resorts in the company. But there I was, playing it safe. And as I read on, um, Robinson throws out a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson that says, what lies behind us and what lie before us are tiny, tiny matters compared to what lie within us. And there was something about that that really struck a chord in me as well. And then the tiny little eight liner that I read next by Elizabeth Appel Mm. called Risk. And then the day came when the risk to remain tight in the bud was more painful than Mm. the risk it took to blossom. Well, what I didn't tell you about that story was as I was sitting in that airplane, I had a frozen shoulder, which is a really popular experience for a lot of women at the midpoint in their life. And I just want to send out my love and compassion to anybody who has had that or who may be suffering with that now, because it is brutally painful. It is brutally painful. And so here I am like on this airplane going to this leadership conference where I know I'm not going to get enough rest. I'm going to drink too much. I'm going to stay up late. I'm going to, you know, be going Mach 10 with my hair on fire, which is not what my body needed because I had this frozen shoulder, which was excruciating and in so much pain. And when I read that poem, it was as if my shoulder was that bud, (laughs) right? And suddenly... Literally, I had this dose of divine guidance. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. And I suddenly had this incredible clarity that I needed to make some radical changes. And I did not have a plan or a clue. And I was so clear that I needed to resign my position and figure out what was next in my life. And the other thing that was operating in this scenario is that my father passed away when he was 44 years old. So here I am at 45 and suddenly I'm like, wow, life is pretty short and I don't have very much time left. So I better figure it out. Yes. (laughs) So I figured it out. Wow. That's amazing. And I bet looking back, you're like, gosh, I wish I did it sooner. (laughs) Well, you know, part of me wants to say that. And I, I have loved metaphysics and spirituality and psychology since I was in my twenties, but there was sort of no uh, bone in my body that believed at that time that I could have a career, you know, a very healthy and lucrative profession 
operating yeah. in that space. And part of me wants to say like, well, if I had started in my 20s, I'd have my PhD by now, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's all perfect because everything that I've done in my life has informed where I am now and really supports me in how I serve my clients. And I needed all of it. You know, yeah. I needed all of it. And we're ready when we're ready. And we're and not a moment before. So true. And when you're now, that pain is part of your journey, right? That pain yeah. is actually what's helping you really feel fulfilled. And I, I understand that too. I appreciate some of the struggles I went through, the rug pulls, the climbing, working for the title so hard, and then realizing that's not even that important. And I, I wasted all that time. But if I hadn't gone through it, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have that appreciation. You wouldn't be helping people. Talk to me about your book. Yeah. Well, so what's so perfect, um, the rest of that story, which I'm not going to yeah. tell your listeners right now, the okay. rest of that story is really miraculous and incredible. What happens next? Mm -hmm. And it's in my book, Original Wisdom, Harness Love the it. Power of the Authentic You. And yeah. it, it really, it's my personal memoir. It tracks my entire journey of mm. how I left corporate America and got myself to where I am today as a very successful entrepreneur, really yeah. in a life that I love, you know, really making a meaningful contribution to my own life and to the lives of others. And so yeah. in the book, um, I reveal this very uh, certain nod from the universe, I'm going to call mm. it, where I receive, you know, we all want that second opinion, right? Telling us that we're doing the right thing. And I knew a lot of people, not, not the least of which would be my husband, you know, would be kind of disturbed to find out that I'm going to like, oh, yeah, I want to quit my big fat corporate multiple six-figure job. <laughs> right. So I got confirmation from the universe in a really amazing way. And that is in the first chapter of my book, or actually I think maybe it's in the introduction. Um, so your readers can check that out. It's on Amazon, okay. of course. Yeah, yeah, it's got all five-star reviews so far. And audio is about to come out any day. That's awesome. That's awesome. Tell Can them. I awesome. I love that. I love to listen to Audible. And I know also they can go to your website, Donna Bond. It's Donna with two N's, Bond. Can they get your book there as well? Tell them the yes. name of it. And then it's by you, Donna Bond. Yeah. And I'd be happy to autograph a, a dedicated copy. If you order it off of DonnaBond.com, I you know okay. would love to sign it. Original Wisdom, Harness the Power of the Authentic You. Oh, fantastic. Was this the first book that you've ever written? It was, yes. Okay. It won't be the last for sure. I've already gotten the download on what the next one is. I just haven't gotten there <laughs> <it> yet. <laughs> what would you say that you would give somebody advice if they feel like they're in that moment where you were and that we read in your intro? They're, they, it looks all put together and they're scared to tell anyone that really inside they're just drowning. What would you tell them as a good first step? Well, the good first step is to trust yourself, to trust that inner voice, to really believe in yourself, 
to believe mm. in the guidance that you're getting that is coming from that inside place. Because we all want to reach outside, but yeah. the outside is really just a reflection of what's going on inside. So when we believe in ourselves, when we make that shift of beginning to trust in our own knowingness and our own inner wisdom, then the world begins to reflect that back to us. So that's step number one is to trust yourself, even yeah. when it might seem illogical. Okay. <laughs> right. And no, listening to that intuition and going, yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. Well, I think the more we follow it and it's always illogical. I mean, I met my husband on the internet and on match.com and he proposed to me 30 days after we met. And I said, yes, we didn't have a ring or, or anything. It was completely yes. insane. Yeah, this is, this will be in the next book. This is um, awesome. And we're going on 14 years. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. When you know, you know, and you had that knowing inside of you and you went for it, right? I went for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you love most about what you do right now? Oh my God, my clients. I am so grateful to be witnessing so many, and I'm going to say women, like I do coach a lot of men yeah. and I love my women. I love the way women are really courageously stepping forward in more of a leadership position that is grounded in love, grounded in compassion, grounded in inclusion, grounded in collaboration. And it's super scary to break out of the confines, right, of the boys club that has been, you know, ruling how corporate America has been for so long in so many places. And I'm not saying every place is like that, but a lot of places are like that. And I certainly grew up, you know, coming up through the ranks in a lot of boys clubs. Mm -hmm. And I get to witness so many amazing women yeah. taking a stand for doing it a different way. Love it. And no, and I think there's camaraderie in knowing that others have been there and that they're still there and that they can do it a different way too. That doesn't have to look cookie cutter or be there to impress others, people. That's not really the point. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So what are a couple of your favorite life hacks for either productivity or being in touch with your intuition? Like, do you have favorite books that you go to? Obviously, your book is a great resource. But <laughs> if there's something else that you're like, oh, these are a few of my favorite things. Well, um, a life-changing book for me was Gary Zukoff's The Seat of the Soul. I read it in 1989. I was on an airplane. I seem to have all these like transcendent experiences when I'm up in the sky for some right. reason. Right. I hear you. Um, you know, it's an oldie, but a goodie. And I think the 25 year anniversary of that book came out, you know, about five or a little bit more than five years ago. Um, I believe in universal law and there is a whole lot more going on inside of each one of us and a whole lot more going on in the universe than we can really see or understand with just our mental and emotional capacities. We have 
multi different parts of our beingness. We have a whole spiritual nature. And so beginning to understand that spiritual nature, that's really a a lot of the focus of my coaching is I empower people. I empower your higher self on your human journey. And when Mm -hmm. we can begin to access that wisdom-filled, more knowing part of ourself that quite incidentally is made up of love, the energy of love, then we begin to see the world in a whole different way through an entirely different lens. And we've got to make contact with that part of ourself. I love that. So it sounds like just the intention of actually making that contact, starting there and starting from that intention. And then from there, who knows what will happen? Who knows what version of ourselves will show up, right? Yeah. Well, Lauren, I love that note because yes, intention is a lovely first step. Um, And, you know, after that, meditate, 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 meditate. (laughs) And I love my corporate executives because they're like, don't talk to me about that. Nobody's got time for that. (laughs) And um, so many women really dedicate themselves to a practice of stillness and silence. And, you know, I want to say honoring that higher part of ourselves. When we can create that space to bring more room for that part of our being into our day-to-day life, then, you know, I think meditation is a little bit like working out. You can do it for eight hours tomorrow and nothing's going to happen in your life. But if you do it for eight minutes every single day, over time, you're building a muscle. You know, you're really uh, incorporating this undercurrent of stillness and calm into your life that can then be accessed when the chaos, you know, is hitting the fan. Exactly. We need that. I love that too. I've had meditation practice for many years and having that sense of clarity and making that space because just roaming around with my thoughts doesn't always work out so well. I know. (laughs) I really hear you. (laughs) I love that, Donna. Well, we love to ask in as a kind of closing question, what does rise up for you mean to you? Yeah, I love this. I love what you guys are doing. I love your approach of we have to really focus on the inner so that we can change the outer, you know, because so many of us, we have fallen into the the trap and the misunderstanding that we have to control everything outside of us um, to get change. And that's that actually is not the way that it works. So rise up for you to me means go higher. It means lift your gaze. It means get a different altitude, get a different perspective. And the higher we go, the more we're able to access the love that we are. And I love the the rise up for you because the for you part is underscores something that I feel very passionate about, that the most important person in your life experience is you. And when we can honor ourselves, love ourselves, and I'm not talking about going to the spa. That's not what I'm talking about. When we can 
trust our own intuition, when we can speak our truth or share our voice, even when it feels scary, when we can make a commitment to ourselves and actually keep it, mm-hmm. then we are filling our cup in a way that allows us to then go out into the world and share the overflow of what's in that cup instead of trying to work from a place where we're depleted. So the more we go up, the better it is for everyone. But first and foremost, it's really embodying more of our true essence, Mm -hmm. which can then be radiated and shared out in the world. I love that. Fantastic. Congratulations on your book and the courage to make a change. Marrying your husband saying yes after 30 days and 14 days later and the impact (laughs) that you're making, Donna. Really fantastic. Lauren, thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. Absolutely. Really great conversation today. Really trusting yourself, that intuition, that knowing, and then taking action on it is so much of what I heard, plus more. Well, here at Rise Up For You, we appreciate you showing up for your best and showing up today. We want to give you our free confidence kit. If you haven't downloaded it, do so today. Six videos and a workbook absolutely free from myself and, of course, our founder, Netta, riseupforyou.com slash confidence. We'll see you next time on the podcast.